Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it, and actually going on to thrive. The legends are true! Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny! Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hi, guys. You're very welcome back to another video. And I've just finished a coaching session with a very beautiful, very authentic, loving person. And it raised my my passion about getting this message out to all of you in the hope that uh, you'll get some help from it and benefit. So it's about loving yourself after narcissistic abuse loving yourself back to health on your healing journey. Whether you've been narcissistically abused since childhood or at childhood, or whether you're just getting out now from a narcissistically abusive relationship. Um, I hope this video will be pertinent to your healing journey. There are many ways that we can help ourselves on our healing journey to recover fully and authentically and spectacularly from narcissistic abuse so that we can raise to a place we may never have even gotten to if we weren't pushed to make this healing journey for ourselves. It's like making a positive out of a negative. It's totally going against what, what evil is trying to do to us in relation to destroying us and wiping us out, if you want to look at it from a spiritual point of view, it's developing ourselves to be stronger, better, lighter, brighter, and more influential for trying our best to put good out into the world after what we've gone through. And you guys know the strength that it takes to extract yourselves from this hypnotic fog, unreal, gaslit experience that narcissists put us through. You know the strength that you have inside yourself. You know the strength, you know the endurance you have for abuse. Unfortunately, having endurance like that can often keep us in abusive situations. But on the flip side of that coin, that type of strength and endurance can bring us to places, as I said a few minutes ago, to places in our self-growth and in our personalities and in our effect and influence in the world that we may never have climbed to without having gone through these intensely painful, hard experiences. So what I'd like to say is that the journey is made up of a lot of different elements, but one element a lot of us grapple with, and I did myself in the beginning, was this self-love. 
a lot of people will advise us, you must love yourself in order to heal. And as I've only said just a few minutes ago, when I was, when this was suggested to me, I was, well, of, of course I love myself. Yeah, but you know, I love myself. I love myself. Of course I love myself. So now can, you know, will, will I be okay now? Telling myself that I love myself. But it's not that easy as all of us know, because it's not just a case of telling you, you love yourself. You actually have to love yourself. How do we do that? That was the question that I've just been asked. And I hope this video is of help to you. You know who you are. We have to practice the art of love. And we are brilliant. You are brilliant at loving. In fact, I'd say you, you have a master's degree in how to love because you would have loved the narcissist and loved a lot of other people in your life the best way they'd ever been loved. You would have given them everything, your heart, your soul, your mind, your physicality, your everything to them. So you are an expert on how to love. I will challenge you now to turn the love you gave the narcissist to yourself. Love yourself the way you loved the narcissist. Just breaking that down, how do you do that? If you remember wanting your partner maybe to, to relax after a hard day and you'd look after them and make sure that that space for them was going to be okay and you maybe made them something nice or you did, you looked after them. If you come in tired from work, you take an hour to yourself, no matter what work needs to be done, if you're living on your own or whatever, you take that hour to relax. Other ways would be making sure, as I said in the last video, that you look after your physical body. So instead of making beautiful, nice food for other people and making sure they have the time to eat it and clearing up after them or whatever you do, plan a very nice meal for yourself and feed yourself good nutrition. Look at what your body needs. Now you have this time. You're on a journey and you have a moral obligation to help yourself and to love yourself. Looking at it, at it from a spiritual point of view, even or from a religious point of view, God does not want you to abuse yourself, to do destructive things to yourself, to do things that are negative, like overeating, drinking, smoking, loving someone else too much so that you fail to love yourself. Look after your body, look after your self-care. Do one small thing each day to make you yourself look and feel better. So whether that's cooking yourself a nice nutritious meal, taking some exercise, following a hobby that you like, painting your nails. Sorry, guys, um, you can do that too. But doing something that guys do to make themselves look and feel better. 
that's what self-love and self-care look like. And if you do small things each day, you will eventually feel and look so much better within yourself that you'll then understand what self-love feels like. You'll be feeling better about yourself, more positive about yourself. And you then need to get a purpose in your life. You need to feel fearful of something, see something as a challenge that you know if you do it and you achieve it, you're going to feel you have achieved something and made some progress. Making progress from facing a personal fear and overcoming it and progressing in your life in some way, even if it's making a, a difficult phone call in relation to a health problem and following that up and achieving it and going to your doctor's appointment, or if it's something creative that you want to do, but you've been afraid you would fail at it, or introducing yourself to even going for life coaching, something maybe you, you would be afraid to do, to, afraid to make that initial reach out. Whatever it is that you are slightly afraid of, challenge yourself. And when you feel you've made that progress and overcome that, that's self-love. You begin to feel better and stronger within yourself. It's only when you fill up yourself that you can then go to somebody else and give them love without abusing yourself. Often when we start out in life, if we have a parent who's narcissistic or a nar narcissistically personality disordered parent, they groom us and teach us that we have to perform for them, make them feel better about themselves, do something for them, achieve something in the world that will bring reflected glory back to them before they will show us love. It's conditional love. We then learn that we learn then that we're not good enough to be loved just for us just for our beautiful soul and identity. We go into the world feeling that we're not enough to be loved, that we need to do something to give, to please another person before they will love us. And how we value ourselves going out into the world is how another person will value us unless you come across somebody very empathic, very wise, that can see beyond what you're doing, what you're giving, and can love you enough to say, you don't need to do that for me, I love you anyway. But these people don't predominate the population. These are special people. And we are very likely, unfortunately, if we're givers and well, I hate the term people pleasers, but if we want to please people and feel we need to give over give to other people before they love us back. If we feel that that's the transactional type of relationship that exists in the world and that we are not good enough unless we enter into a transaction, we're, we're very likely to end up with a narcissist because it feels very familiar. 
we understand that transaction and we go into it and destroy ourselves even more. I will reference God here or the universe or whatever good spirituality you believe in to say that wasn't our purpose to to be put here to live a life, to serve others, to to be the target of others abuse, to not develop ourselves and make a difference in the world, however small it is, because whatever difference we make spreads out. As one person, one subscriber there commented recently, and I thought it was very apt that a person with narcissistic personality disorder can affect negatively 200 people within their lifetime. I mean, I would even say, as I said there, that that can even spread further because evil and bad doings spread out just as good doings spread out. So we need to be putting that energy out there and we can't authentically live in our true selves if we are just being a servant to another human being who is no better than us. There is no superior person in this world to you. We're all created equally. We all are human beings. Some of us start off in less lesser circumstances to others. That doesn't mean that just because someone was born into a wealthier family that they're better. We all can be as brilliant or as destroyed as we want to be if we get this knowledge and if other people get it. So please consider subscribing or sharing the knowledge, this or any other channel that, that resonates with you. If people understand what it is to be narcissistically abused and why they may have fallen foul of that relationship. Now, it's not everyone that is deficient in self-love. It's not everyone that will fall into that type of relationship. People that have a good amount of self-love can still be conned by a narcissist. But it's when you come out of it, if you realise what's happened and you realise that the healing that takes place, the salve to the wound is to love yourself as a creation that God has made in that light you're not born to be a slave to anyone. In fact, you can give so much more if you're full of light and full of love and full of energy. And you have a moral obligation to give yourself everything that you possibly can and to present yourself to another human being who may want to love you or you want to love them and, and say, this is my value. And what is your value? And together we can make double value, but not three quarters your value and one quarter my value. I am not here to, that's not a loving relationship for me to become your servant and to only receive love in return if I please you. That's an unbalanced, unhealthy relationship. And indeed, it's not good for a narcissistically disordered person to be in a relationship like that, they need to be held accountable or else they're going to continue abusing and abusing and abusing worse and worse and worse because they'll hone their craft. 
They need to be held accountable to stop them in some way, to modify their behaviour in some way. So guys, in small ways, I know it doesn't sound like much, but the small steps that you take every day, when you find yourself maybe overgiving or coming off worst in some kind of a deal because you feel that you're not of value. So what you're offering, you know, you give something away that shouldn't have been given away like that. It's saying, I am not worthy and what I have to give is not worthy. And the other person receiving it, if another person receives that type of giving continually, they'll take it for granted and expect it of you. And it's it's a kind of a human, a human default position that if you are given something very easily, you can often just kind of expect to get it that way. And it's not good. It's not good for the person who receives your love or for you that give it. Because ultimately, you're giving and leaving yourself in a negative situation. And you can also resent that. And you can also be not at peace with what you've given because you've given too much. And you nearly resent the other person for taking too much from you. And it's just human nature. A lot of the time, people will take what they're given. Not all of us, but, but people who are probably unaware sometimes will do that. So write the balance. Love yourself. It's possible to do. It's possible to take care again of what I said the last time. Your spirituality, give to that. Your body, give to that. Your physicality, exercise. Do things that, do, do things to take care of the body that you were given. Love yourself and don't let yourself give that love away to someone who doesn't deserve it or to give it away to get something back. When you fully understand who you are and love that person that you are because you've gone out in your purpose and you've done things that were fearful and you've achieved things and you want to achieve more, search for your purpose. Even if you don't know exactly what it is, go down a path because doors will open on that path just start at a point, say if you if you love working it with animals, um, start to go down that path, see what you can do and see what is ahead for you. If you love working with cars, learn about them, whatever is your passion, explore it. Because in doing that and achieving something that you haven't achieved for yourself before or given yourself time, to do before, you will feel more you and you will feel more authentic and you will be capable of giving great authentic love because you won't be giving from an emptiness, you'll be giving from a fullness and the world will benefit from your efforts and from the love you've given yourself. It's not selfish, it's not a narcissistic type of love. We do all have a certain amount of narcissism in us. It's called healthy narcissism. 
And if you haven't dipped in, I know I'm going to get loads of comments saying I'm I don't have I'm not a narcissist. It's not about that, guys. You know that it's be, we all have some narcissism in us, which helps us survive, which makes us look out for ourselves. So you have to dip into that healthy narcissism and realize it's not you being selfish, that you have an obligation to love yourself and put your value out there in the world and follow your purpose. So guys, I hope this was um was a good video. As I said, initially, I couldn't figure out, you know, I kept telling myself, well, I love myself. I love myself. Hmm, hmm, I love myself. So it should happen now, shouldn't it? It's It's not that. You really have to give yourself the love. You have to give everything you gave to that narcissist. Turn it back on yourself and give it to yourself now. Okay, guys, I'm going to see you again soon. Um, thanks for your time. Thanks for being here. And thanks for being part of this family. It's a very, very wonderful, beautiful place to be. And I treasure all of you. And I treasure the interactions we have with each other and the support we give each other. It helps when you feel lonely to know that there are people out there living on their own that have been through what you've been through and that we're all part of a community now. It's a wonderful thing. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.